you know, I stepped on a balloon and was shot to the moon. So it took me a few months to get back to Earth, right? <laughs> we got a, I don't know if that's actually a valid reason. Welcome to the Project Tea Lab, the podcast where we put the tips, tr- tricks, and methods of getting stuff done to the test. I'm your host, Kyle. And I'm Mark. And today we are going to talk about a method that has multiple names, anything from the X effects to don't break the chain to the Seinfeld method. But before we get to that, uh, let's talk about what we've been up to. It's a new year. How are you doing, Mark? I am doing marvelous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit tired. I could, I, I, I've, I've been getting into my... Um, Anytime we have extended days off or whatever, I've been slowly slipping back into my night owl ways Mm. of working to like 2, 3 a.m. in the morning and paying for it later. But (laughs) I'm still keeping up with my uh, seven to eight hours of sleep. So that's pretty good. That's that's good. Outside of that, it's been, again, a pretty slow period. We kind of talked about this before. For some reason, Q4 always turns into a low period for me, Mm -hmm. Uh, even historically when I go back into my toggle time tracking. But uh, the past uh, few weeks have been uh, finished my second round of revisions, heavy revisions for the weighted short story. And um, I read back through it again and made after a week break, I read back through it again and made some notes. Now I'm thinking at the point where, where (laughs) I'm like, is this even a story? Does it flow? Does it make sense? (laughs) Did I even write it? How do you even write a short story to begin with? (laughs) Anyway, now I'm going through that entire phase. Um, (laughs) I don't like reading through it this time didn't have any major red flags to me, but I just still feel off about it. And it it links with another story. I I don't know. I I think I'll probably, there will be a sequel to it, but um, um, outside of my, my doubts of writing, I think this Mm -hmm. is going to be the last revisions I do before I send it off to a third party to, to destroy me and tell me I suck. (laughs) And um, provide that because right now, like if you revise too too much, stuff doesn't start to make sense to you. Like the, your sentences lose meaning that you originally had because you've parsed it and read it over too much, and, and it doesn't make the same impact. So, um, and then I've been doing a lot of reading and just uh, relaxing and enjoying the holidays uh, that we had. So that's kind of been what I've. Uh, been up to what about you yeah so we're recording this uh, on the day after new year's day so i took the uh the i took new year's week off i decided to give myself a week and a half vacation since i could take a christmas eve off all the way through uh, new year's day so well i mean i did burn some vacation time but it was a nice time to do a week and a half vacation so i decided to do a week and a half vacation and uh, during the time i was planning doing some project work but i ended up really just reading a lot which was actually pretty good because there were well first off uh i got a book called sin and syntax for christmas uh, Mm -hmm. and i binged that book over the course of a week Uh, my goal is to finish it before the new year because i'm on goodreads and goodreads has like your year and review (laughs) on books and i wanted to i realized i had the i had the ability to get two more books on that list before the end of the year so i spent the past week binging that book and also i finished a book series 
that I absolutely loved and I'm sad to see it go because the author passed away a couple of years ago. But the book series is called The Culture Series. Oh, yeah. It's a sci-fi series about this like post-scarcity anarchic utopia in space where the uh, controlled by, not controlled, but like governed by benevolent AIs that want nothing better than for their citizens to be happy and like a non-malicious way since like there's like some dark dystopian versions of that as well. These are, it's a really, it's what I called the antidote to 2020. Like as I was reading this book series, I'm like, oh, I want to live there so badly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I finished that book series. I was thinking about dragging it out for a bit because I don't want to finish the series, but decided that I want to get two more books on my Goodreads list. So now I'll, I've officially read 38 books this year, which is the most I've ever read in any year ever. Woo, so congrats. I'm very happy about that. It was great. Uh, so that was my main focus for the, uh, for the past week. Uh, there's been a project work too. I started up a new writing project. Me and a friend are doing our own little NaNoWriMo challenge. Uh, he was inspired by my NaNoWriMo story that I wrote. He was like, oh, you could do this. I could do this. So we, we gave it a really bad name called Janu Story. <laughs> I, I didn't think it's at the top of my head. So I, we made a spreadsheet for daily logging and I called it Janu Story. It's like, I guess this is going to call now. <laughs> so uh, writing a 30,000 word is the is the goal. 31,000 words, 1,000 words a day. And so it's uh, smaller than NaNoWriMo, which is just what I need after finishing NaNoWriMo. And not in December, but in, in November. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, also, I don't know if we mentioned last time, but my NaNoWriMo story is available. Uh, I haven't published it on my blog yet, but it is available through a public Dropbox link. Uh, maybe we could put that into the show notes on here. Uh, we'll see. I make note on that. So if you hear typing, that's me making note on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than that, though, the most of this week has been kind of spent kind of reflecting in the past year and where I want to go from here. Uh, I don't really do an official yearly review process, but I do have a yearly theming process, as you guys all know. That's kind of reflecting that a little bit more. Amberly and I decided that we will be doing a uh, a reset month in January, where we will be uh, where we decide that we'll be doing no unessential spending. So that means we got to cook everything at home, and we're also cutting alcohol from our lives as well for the whole month as well, because alcohol is not really necessary. So we're cutting out all that stuff, and we're just hitting a reset button. And we want to make this a habit to do it every three or every third of the year, so every four months. But uh, this, is a, this is a new goal we have to do a reset month. We'll see if it sticks on an A as often as we want to, but it's at least good to do once a year. So we'll see where this goes, but I'm looking forward to it. We just got an air fryer, so it's going to make eating at home way easier. Yeah, we, we made fried one. rings the other night. Not wings, not rings. We made fried wings the other night and uh, we made our own home cooked fries uh, with uh, with potato wedges. It was great. So we're going to do the same thing. We have half that meal left over. So we're just going to recook it tonight since it's so fun to cook. So uh, I want yeah. an air fryer so bad. Like I make was, everything at home now, but um, I want an air fryer. Everyone <laughs> keeps getting one and y'all are making me want it even more. We got it as a Christmas gift. We didn't even think about getting one, mm-hmm. but her parents got for us and they're like, there's so much stuff we can do now. Like, like we both love fried okra and there's like, we're not that many good fried okra places here in Austin. You don't care for fried okra. Oh my God. No, I hated it growing like, up. I know well, we love fried okra <laughs> and now we're like, we can make our own fried okra. Like the, the, the best place to eat fried okra near us is a hamburger joint called top notch, which is 
an amazing hamburger joint. Yeah. But uh, it's it's not too far out of the way, but it'd be nice to, you know, make our own recipes. So. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. That's our whole thing. Uh, so by the end of this month, probably like around the time that this episode's released, uh, ideally we would have uh, reset our, our daily spending or our essential spending habits. And also I would have mostly run a new short, uh, a novella that I'm really excited about. The, uh, we started out with our own, with a single prompt. We decided to go through our writing prompts and find a single prompt to start with. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'll be pu- making this one publicly available. I kind of want to, but it's been fun to do. But we'll see the, uh, oh, I have the wrong spreadsheet open. I have the TPL spreadsheet open. <laughs> the, the, the prompt is, it's called, uh, you hunt down main characters. It's not easy, but you have a, you've obtained a power stronger than the legendary plot armor. So we're both interpreting this in different ways. We thought it'd be a fun kind of way to do like a quirky action. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fun month. Um, yeah. Anyways though, the thing is with these things that, that we're doing over here, like no spending and, uh, no drinking and also writing every day. These are good habits supported by having a streak by maintaining those streaks and keeping them going. Also known as don't break the chain, the X effects or the Seinfeld method. And that's what we're talking about today. That transition though. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we do these transitions. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, uh, that's our topic for today. It's saying that I think Mark picked out, uh, but I think I actually wrote down on our notes when we initially drafted out ideas for the show way back in the day. Uh, but do you want to, you did pick this one out, right, Mark? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did. Do you want to explain why you picked this one out and then we could get into the method? I thought because, um, as we, we were going over things and sometimes it's so hard to, we've talked about this before because we've already had our own methods of productivity and stuff like that going. We've talked about creating habits and stuff like that, but we didn't have something in particular to like, we tracked our habits, but I, um, it was always digital. So I, when I came across this, I was like, oh, this is a great way to, if you're wanting to build a particular habit to build that and combine with my love for my, my Kanban and how mm. I just get giggly over moving a sticky note down to the completed <laughs> section. Um, how fun would it be to pick, pick a particular goal or, or, or whatever it is and follow that daily while having a visual reminder and to keep that going uh, continuously to create that habit. Uh, we all know that was it. It takes a uh, uh, three weeks to build a good habit, somewhere in there, or yeah. something. You know, something like, like twenty that. days to like thirty days. To, I don't know. Or we need to tell my habits to right now. <laughs> yeah, so I, I figured this would be something pretty good to create um, to not only employ in our use if if we were wanting to do something, or practice something, or train at something to do that, um, but it'll be another method to introduce. To people, um, if they're struggling to create a habit or they need something quick and easy that they are able to add to uh, pull up from their utility belt to mm. use to create a habit or um, to create a good habit, or you can do the anti habit of something to break a habit, right? Of, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do this. Like so, days without, like with us, it's going to be days without unessential spending. 
Yeah. As our, as our main goal, like, like we're buying groceries today, but we can't buy like Pete's Harry's on the way back from the grocery store. That'd right. be an essential spending. Yeah. Right. I did, did it those for my no spend month, uh, which I need to do one again. Um, and so those were pretty good. Um, outside of your, your strict core budget items, you didn't mm-hmm. spend one cent over unless you sold something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that's kind of, uh, why I picked that when I came across that, I was like, ah, that's a, that's going to, that's a pretty good idea, a pretty good challenge um, to do. And I've been wanting to practice at something. So yeah. here we are. So the, yeah, the idea is uh, like Mike was saying physical, but you also in an app form like I did. I did it on, I did it on an app, uh, but I <laughs> know there's a difference. Uh, but the idea is that you have like a note card or something, or like a sheet of paper that has like a, I guess like a, what would it be, 30 days in a month? So it'd be a four by, wait, I can't do math all of a sudden. <laughs> so what I'm holding it's, it's up. A, it's a five by six grid. <laughs> so what I'm holding up on our oh, oh, yeah, Zoom okay. calendar. You have like a special card. I have like a little uh, month of December card, yeah. uh, planner card, because I'm into that stuff. And that's what I used. Um, so I highlighted all the days for the challenge. Mm-hmm. Kyle can't see it. It's too small, but it's a yeah, little it's card small, that yeah. sits on my desk that reminds me, it's like, oh, I need to fill this out. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That actually might have been better, uh, but we'll get to that later when we talk about our experience with this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, the idea is that you have like this card that you have like for each day of the week and the day of the month and and every day that you complete the habit, you mark an X on it. That's why it's also called the X effect. And the idea is after you see the streak, you're gonna, you'll be like, Oh crap! I don't want to break the streak. Like this is like I'm gamifying my life. Like I I now have this high score. Mm-hmm. I can't break it, and if I do, I'll be doing myself a disservice. Uh, that's the general idea behind it. Some methods uh, or some people are allow uh, skip days in there. It's actually the app I use called Habit Hub. Uh, use has pass, skip, and fail, or I guess complete, skip, and fail, and that I find a little bit more easier. To work because sometimes with these methods, but I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. But the <laughs> idea is that you kind of set aside. So, like, say that you you have a daily habit, like no spending, no no essential spending, and that one you have a full row of blank of blank scores you fill out, and you've and every day you complete them, you put an X in. If you mm-hmm. don't complete it, just leave it blank. I think is a typical method. But say like you want to do something like workouts three times a week. In that case, you choose like Monday, Wednesday and Friday as your workout day. And those days get X's when you complete them. But the days that do not have, that are not a part of the habit, you put dashes in to just kind of show that this is blank. Uh, using those combination of X's and dashes, you can also have like a flexible week too. Like say like you have a, a, a habit of, hmm, what's saying flexible? Reading uh, five times a week. You want to read something five times a week, but you don't care about which days they are. Maybe you're really busy on Monday, and you can't read, so you just put a dash in that day, and you skip it, and then you uh, go into the next day for Tuesday, Thursday, or whatever. Like you know, just like you just keep on putting the dashes there, but you have to do only no more than two dashes a week, and that's a failure. And that's the that's the general idea behind this is that you you're trying to keep these streaks going. Mm-hmm. And there's even a there's even a fitting app on iOS called Streaks, which I hear is really good, which is also kind of the same thing where it uses the X effect to its uh, design. So that's the general idea behind this. 
Uh, it's a it's a good idea, but before we get to our thoughts, I'm curious what your experience with it is, Mark. Um, doing this challenge? Yeah, during our two weeks. Yeah, okay. If I, let's get to, let's back up. What was your thing you were tracking? So the thing that I wanted to do uh, or track was drawing. So I think I I decided that it was I had slacked big time on doing my lettering art and practicing drawing and stuff like that. So. For this particular challenge, I wanted to get back into drawing and practicing with that, because if you don't keep a skill up, it just kind of suffers and stuff like that. So that's what I chose for this. And getting into it, especially if when you haven't done it for quite a while and you didn't do it consistently. uh, So getting back into it the first day, you know, it's fun. The first few were fun days. It's like, yeah, I get the draw. And then you inevitably run into a situation where you can't think of anything to create. And you kind of like lose that and it gets a little bit uh, more difficult. So Mm -hmm. to to do so. And then that's when I got into the, oh, copy work. Right. You you do this with writing. Um, You should do this with drawing as well. So then I. I have some lettering art books and stuff um, where I'll flip through and find something that I like and try to recreate that. Um, there's some lettering artists that I follow that um, actually create videos and on YouTube and stuff like that. So I will try to follow them and recreate what they create. Um, there's one called like there's Ian Bernard. There's uh, Galshare. I would try to recreate what they create um, by, you know, slowing down the videos, replaying it over and over. And I would learn new drawing techniques or new ways to do things that I wouldn't have thought of before until, you know, I was copying them. So it, it became like a good practice and a good ability to imitate um, those who art and stuff that I like and follow. I did get um, into dangerous points a few times where I almost missed a drawing activity and went to bed. Um, (laughs) And I was like, oh, crap, I need to draw something real quick. And so I would like spend 15 minutes just uh, uh, drawing something out on the iPad or doing a little uh, doodle of something that was in my head instead of one of those. I guess longer sessions where you're spending 30 minutes or out a four hour uh, mimicking or copying or trying to do stuff in detail. Um, I've just tried to do something quick, like 15 minute um, doodle or something. So there, there was a few times where it got pretty hairy and I almost missed the day because uh, I got through pretty, uh, got through late at night. Uh, so I started setting reminders for myself uh, for that period that, you know, during the, the time that I've scheduled for dinner, that uh, post dinner, that I before I hop into whatever project or task I had going on that night that I will spend like uh, 15 to 30 minutes practicing drawing or doing something like that. So, yeah. So even though I had a card, a physical representation, I did start start off the challenge a little bit happy and then it got difficult to think of what to do to create. So I started copying, but then it got too pretty too lax and I didn't actually have it on my calendar and schedule. So I had to set daily reminders to remind myself like, Hey, you need to do this to keep me going so that I can keep that streak going on my uh, calendar. 
So in my case, I chose the idea of cleaning something every day other than dishes since I, I don't mind doing dishes. It's actually mm-hmm. the one thing I don't mind cleaning. But there are things I have a little bit more, it's a bit more of a mental block to get to. And I start out kind of like you were, like I had like inspiration to do it for like my first week or so. And then the holidays happened. <laughs> and I got lazy. And... I'd say for the first, I think this is actually a, a different week. Uh, we I think we waited two weeks between recordings instead of just a week. So yeah. this is a three-week challenge. Uh, I think mentally I did it properly for the first week and a half. Mm-hmm. But that's like during the workday, I could easily find better ways to get into those routines. My brain's a lot more goal-oriented during workdays and during vacation or, or uh, staycation time in this case. And I just didn't want to stress myself with it. So I ended up just not doing it. So like the only thing that made that I did recently to clean up is that it's been muddy lately and our dogs been tracking a lot of mud. So I slept, I yesterday vacuumed the living room and then today I slept near the doors because there's so much mud that they keep on bringing in. But other than that, I haven't really done that much other than cleaning dishes lately. And I think that just goes down to like how people think during vacation time and I don't want to feel stressed with anything. Like I didn't even give myself any personal goals to do during vacation yeah. time except for fi- finishing those two books. So in a sense, you could say that my streaks changed from cleaning every day, uh, cleaning something other than dishes every day, to reading more than two hours every day to finish these books. But I wasn't logging those if, in this challenge. So uh, I think uh, I failed it. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we had also like an abnormally long time for doing this as well. We had three weeks instead of two weeks, which is... Uh, yeah which is beyond our typical review scope. And the holidays definitely got in the way. Like we, we actually traveled to Dallas to see Amberly's family to, uh, on the week before Christmas uh, to be safe. And we deliberately didn't see anybody during that time beforehand. And uh, that time I couldn't clean since we were out of town for two nights. So like uh, it wasn't really the perfect challenge. And I, I'm constantly trying to grow that cleaning muscle, but I usually just kind of go as far as I can to make it something that looks fine to me. And then after that, I'm like, ah, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to get to a small rant right here, but I definitely do not think that this kind of habit formation uh, tracking is the most effective. Okay. Actually, I think it's counterproductive, I'd go as far to say. Why is that? Because... It it's an all or nothing method and I don't like those. It's like, hey, you've been doing this thing for three weeks straight and you miss a day and now you now it's all over. You gotta start from zero again. Like uh I actually felt that way with a uh we both use this app called Readwise where it shares with us like daily uh highlights that we review and it encourages us doing streaks on those. I had like a twenty two day streak recently and I missed yesterday and now it's down to zero. I'm like, what? <laughs> Just like why? <laughs> like I didn't even feel motivated to open the app this morning because I'm like I'm not continuing the streak anymore. I think that these things are counterproductive and they're they're good for short term formation, like maybe no more than two weeks. Mm-hmm. But anything more than that, I think, is asking for too much. Maybe a month you could do. Like I think uh, going for like a month long writing streak if you have like a deadline is fine. Like if you have like that deadline imposed, it's easier to do. But if you have like an indefinite habit you're trying to form, it doesn't really work that well. Like say your your goal is to, I don't know, uh, go on a walk every day or exercise every day and you do it for three months and then you all of a sudden miss it one day 
and it's like, well, back to zero again. I, I, I personally don't like that mentality behind this whole method. Maybe I interpret it that way. Maybe it's not the thing for everybody, but that's, that's how it doesn't work that well with my brain. What I do instead that I've had found to be more effective for me is at the end of each day, I rank a certain habit that I'm working on. Uh, I used to be on a scale of one through five, but now I change it from negative two to two. Uh, that, that, that negative numbers and make it a little bit more uh, obvious on days that I didn't do that well. And so uh, at the end of each day, I have like a list of habits I'm tracking and I rank them and then I total my score and that's what my scores for the day. And at the end of the month, I could see my total score for that habit. And that to me is more encouraging because I could be like, okay, how do I bump the score? And so of like, how do I continue the streak? Uh, it's a method I got from uh, the book Triggers by Marshall Goldsmith. I think it's Goldsmith. I always forget his last name. Uh, but I mentioned that, show, that, that book a lot in the show. It's also a method that's used in uh, the podcast Cortex has their own journal called the Cortex uh, brand theme or the Cortex theme system journal where at the end of the day, they encourage you to rank singing on a one to, one to three scale on habits that you're trying to grow or values you're trying to instill upon yourself. And yeah, I just think it's a better system to do a scoring system. But you looked like that you had some thoughts on my thoughts. Mark, uh, is there something you want to say? Oh, well, I um, I can understand. So for Rewise, I have 238 uh, continuous day wow, streak. Wow, um, <laughs> But I think it's it's more of how your goal actually aligns to warrant the streak, um, what other requirements that you place on it, um, such as, you know, is it for this limited time period that you're doing this particular thing that you want to focus or is it, I think that it's, here's my, my thought. I know it kind of runs counter, can run counter to it. Um, because I do a mixture of both. I don't have necessarily have a goal to read every day. I have a goal to read three, uh, um, three times a week. I don't have a goal to work out every day. I have a goal to work out at least three times a week. And that's the streak that I try to obtain or go for. So it's not, you know, you know yes, um, you know, it, it may not necessarily be an X on every single day, but it's an X um, on this particular day. And so for the week, I'm trying to have the streak of those particular things. Now it, it may run counter to people having one long continuous streak, but I think it also has, it must match to the particular goal or habit or whatever that you're trying to create. I, that's why I didn't do one for writing every day because I know that's not feasible for me. So I try to write three times a week and those are my theme days where I have set, um, for drawing, the reason why I did the continuous streak is because I felt that over this longer period of time that I would want to practice that. Okay. Yeah. So that's a good point. These, it's kind of like a way I get you weigh it. Uh, the thing that I like about my, my Aperture's habit hub is that it has not only pass and fail days, but also skip days. A lot of these habit apps have pass and fail days, but uh, what habit hub does is it provides you a habit strength score. They could check mm -hmm. on it anytime you want, and that's based on how many times you skip, how many times you fail, and how many times you pass. It's a really cool system that doesn't feel like that you're trying that you're breaking the chain. It feels like that you're just like you got some leeway in some things, which I think is a much better way. In a sense, though, that to me that's just also what I do, which is uh, instead of measuring yourself on a 
negative two to negative five scale. This is a negative one to positive one scale with negative one to fail, zero to skip, and uh, and uh, one is a pass. And that's what the habit score is calculated as. So it really kind of goes into like the philosophy of this method. Yeah. Are you going into it to log it and measure it at the end, or are you doing it because you don't want to break that chain because you have to keep on going no matter what? It goes into your mindset and your app of choice. There's some, there's plenty of habit habit forming apps I've seen in the Android Play Store that do the don't break the chain mentality. And I'd use those apps for a while, and then I'd break the chain once. I'm like, why do I even care now? Like, <laughs> I just don't care. It doesn't work that well with my brain. And for me, I just think things in a continuum and not in a pass fill either or uh, kind of mentality. But maybe some people are better with that mentality. That just isn't for me. Yeah, I'm 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 flexible with either either. Um, like I said, like most of my actual goals or things that I would set are on specific days, so they're not daily because I don't. I know me. I don't think it's necessarily feasible. That's why writing is three times a week. Working out is three times a week. Reading is th- at least three times a week, right? Um, and I know when I'm approaching it because I know know that. It is a continuous chain because I know that on these particular days or this is the reason why I'm not doing it on this particular day. So it's intentional that I didn't read or that I don't write on. I think I I changed my my theme days, but it's intentional. I don't write on Saturdays. If I do, it's a bonus, but I'm um, set to write on Sundays. I'm set to write on Mondays. And Thursdays, right? Those are my specific days that are right. And so it's much easier for me. And I know that the other days I'm not doing it, it's for a particular reason or, or purpose. So I, I think it's fine. There are other things that I do want to keep doing daily, such as the Readwise, which is uh, how I have 238 continuous, because it allows me to reflect on, again, my morning quotes. Maybe sometimes they'll sing, set my day or think about something. Um, that I like. So I like that practice of reviewing quotes and things that I saved or ideas and thoughts every morning. So that's something that I like to use continuous and I do that every day. So having that streak uh, does fail. And I have missed that in the past, right? I, you know, got so busy or I did something else and I broke my morning pattern and it wasn't until like late at night or it's like 1 a.m. And I'm like, oh, I didn't do my whole Readwise thing, right? But for me, it was, okay, the next challenge because my the purpose, I knew what the purpose was. So it wasn't so much as a continuous chain. It, it was more of the process. So then I guess we'll probably talk about this more in the next challenge. But I think I've talked about it uh, uh, in the past on these episodes that, Yes, I kind of have a goal and that's what the continuous streak is, but it's to help me build the process for that particular thing. So I focus more on the process than the actual end goal, but I attain the goal by focusing on the process, if that makes sense. But so it can be flexible in my point of view. It just matters as to why you're doing that and why you selected that particular streak to follow or if it's continuous in that fashion. I think uh, kind of like the blog example that we have, we'll, we'll link to it in a show notes. Even if you don't have, uh, even if it's not something you do every day, it's if you can still walk up to the calendar 
and intentionally know that I didn't do it on this day because it was planned to that or today wasn't the intention to do this particular thing. You can, you know, market and you know that, okay, I didn't do it because it was intentional, but tomorrow is an intentional day to do that particular thing. And so you can market with the X and continue on. Um, It's just when you were supposed to do it, you knew you were supposed to do it and you didn't do it. Life happens. I don't think that you should be like, whatever, if you can, if you had a pretty good reason, oh, I didn't do it because, you know, you know, I stepped on a balloon and was shot to the moon. So it took me a few months to get back to earth. Right. (laughs) We got a, I don't know if that's actually valid reason, but, um, you guys get my point. So I, I think it could be a little bit flexible. I think you just probably going into it should choose a pretty good reason and maybe time limit yourself or or limit yourself so it doesn't feel so out of reach do it do it in small increments maybe it's yeah right um so that you can build up but know why you're doing that and don't and i wouldn't say focus on the end goal but focus on the process that that's that was my only response to you (laughs) well i think we're coming up on to review time now i think we said what we wanted to say this is a it's a very, it's, it's a, how do I describe this? It's a, I guess this is more of a polarizing thought than I thought, or habit than I thought it was going to be, or not habit, method than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought you'd be on the same train as me. <laughs> so, but this, this, <laughs> like, this is the point of the show. It's like, you're a paper person, I'm a digital person. Like, we have different habits and these things. You're a night owl, I'm a morning, uh, morning bird. Uh, so, it, it just, this is the, this is like where the show really comes in handy because, we not only try out these things, but we also uh, have different ways of interpreting them and going about them. And we also have different ways of thinking about too. Like for me, I'm going to give this thing for me personally. Uh, if you just do straight, don't break the chain. Nothing, uh, nothing, uh, uh, nothing modified to it. Like I do with my habit tracking app. If it's a straight, don't break the chain. I will give it a two. It's initially moving. But if you break saying after like two weeks of having a high score, it's demotivating. Uh, but for other people that maybe like to gamify their life or they want to modify it in the way like my Habit Hub app does, uh, then in that case, when you have a scoring system that's in a continuum, I give that one actually a five out of five uh, because it allows you to be flexible with your decisions and so on. I, that's my personal thought. I think that Don't Break the Chain is actually counterproductive, but a uh, scoring system is much more productive, especially if you like to build high scores. How about you, Mark? Um, I will put this at four out of five. Um, I think uh, for don't break the chain, I think, uh, I mean, given my my experience and thoughts as I've shared, I think it really depends on what you have um, put going forward or what the purpose of that goal is to determine if it's actually aligns with it. So if you're truly doing a continuous, you know, every single day chain to, to, to not break that, I think you need to put some restrictions on that to help you be successful and to help you be realistic about what you're doing. So limiting yourself, if it's for two weeks or if it's for three weeks or for a full month, you need to determine what the actual end result is, not just attaining the goal, but what is the, the, are you trying to build 
I say habit, but are you trying to build a process for a particular thing or just trying to hit a particular end goal, right? So I think if, if you really think about what you want to do, why you want to do it, and the purpose, I think that purpose will drive you to continuously marking that off. And that includes what's being realistic, how much time and effort does it actually require for you to realistically be successful in that. So with all of that said, right, um, um, those are a lot of variables and things that you have to actually think about going into it. I think it's a really good primer. But as I said, if you're not doing a continuous X, there are still things that I do that are three times a week, as I mentioned, or four times a week, um, and that you're very uh, continuous and successful with that as well. So four out of five for me. Okay. Um, I liked it. I found it very useful in my daily drawing practice. Um, it's not necessarily something I'm going to keep up forever, but it was really nice to get back into it, train those muscles, and and play around. And we'll link to an article from uh, the Doist uh, blog, which I think is a Todoist uh, web, uh, blog for uh, the task tracking app. I could be wrong about that. Uh, but uh, we'll link to an article from the Doist blog that inspired this episode in the first place. And, I mean... I'm doing a don't break the chain or don't break the streak uh, challenge in January anyways with no unessential spending. Yeah. So maybe I'll change my review. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, like, I think this kind of thing works for short-term goals with deadlines and this this has a, this has a short-term goal with deadlines. So I think it's good for that. So I guess if we're going to do a short-term goal, something that's less than a month, I give it also a 4 out of 5. So I have three scores for this one. <laughs> 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 Continuous 2 out of 5. Short term, four out of five, and modified with a point system, five out of five. <laughs> the first triple score from us. I only give it one score. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyways, though, let's go to the next topic. We're, it's a new year. It's time to reflect on some things. Uh, the world has been chaotic, as we all know, for the past year, maybe year and a half into this COVID. 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 That's what COVID. We're it. This COVID vaccine has all sorted out. So it's going to be chaotic and it's good to just kind of take a step back and kind of like reflect on the things that you can control, which are things like your daily routine, uh, for the most part, uh, your mood at saying you do through external sources, like through exercise or through the right mindfulness habits. Uh, so Mark and I are going to do something called Stoic Week, something that hasn't officially been done since 2016, but it's a very useful uh, guide on like how to reflect it requires things like a morning meditation where you have a quote that you look at and you look, you reflect upon that quote for about five to 10 minutes. And then uh, an evening reflection where you kind of write down the uh, good, the bad, and uh, the other things about your day. It's just kind of like a nightly journaling habit. And then also a midday reflection as well. And since it's kind of like a combination of, of, of a few of our things that we've done before, Socialism, I think, would uh, amplify things like digital minimalism, but you're trying to cut out things you can't control, which is like news headlines. Uh, it also involves things like morning meditations, which was, which is one of our first challenges we did, and uh, nightly journaling, which we also did too. So this is kind of like a combination of them. It's a uh, it's a super bowl of all these mindful habits. Including the current challenge we just wrapped up. Don't yeah, break the streak. Yeah, and also continuing it for, <laughs> for a streak as well. So, yeah. So it'll be a... It'd be a fun thing. I haven't done this thing in years. I there was a period of my life. We'll get to it later on in the next episode. But there's a period of my life that was very 
out of my control and I turned to stoicism and it helped me get through it. So I'm excited to revisit it. Right on. Yep. But in the meantime, you could find me, Kyle, at uh, KyleSQ9 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, or you could follow my other Instagram at ATX.StreetArt, which I just recently revived, where I go through and I take photos of street art around Austin and uh, publish them to the, to the website, or not the website, to the Instagram feed. I think it's great because street art is fleeting. Uh, either commission murals or graffiti, they will eventually go away. So I think it's good to document them. So I've been trying to do more of that. Uh, you can also read my writings at quadrant9.net where I publish most of my short stories, but not all of them. I've actually been publishing more to my subreddit, which is at r slash quadrant9, uh, where I publish my responses to writing prompts typically. And where can people find you? They can find me on the internet at Twitter and Instagram Ask Markio, that's Ask Mark IO. And you can find my blog and writings at askmark.io. And you can find this show at tpl.show or the productivelab.show. You can follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter and Instagram at Productive Lab, where Mark is much more active on those than I am, and I have a really bad social <laughs> media habit. So if it's updated, it's usually Mark. And in the meantime, stay productive. episode yeah. that's a lie i am editing this episode yes editing <laughs> 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 <laughs>